There are stories that must be told of courage, triumph, that inspire action, teach valuable lessons. Once Upon a Time shares stories from business leaders, mavericks, and trailblazers. Annette Densham will share stories of those quietly creating magic. This story begins as all good stories should. Once Upon a Time. Welcome. Thank you for joining me for Once Upon a Time, where we talk to some really cool business people about who they are, what they do, why they do it. You know, maybe they might share some cool stories with us. Today, I'm joined by Karen Moody. She's a modern day alchemist, and we're going to find out what that is. She's a facilitator of transformational change, and she's got this naturally born gift where she can heal and she helps people connect mind body and soul. She works with women who are searching for something more in their life and she offers educational and coaching programs that provide deep healing, empowerment and ongoing support to live an inspired life. She's a highly sought after Reiki master practitioner and teacher, a renowned health educator, energy coach, Tantra Loveworks educator and an inspirational facilitator of change. Karen, Thank you for joining me. And oh my goodness, you sound like a power ball <laughs> packed into one gorgeousness body. Oh, thank you, Annette. Yeah, it sounds really good when you read it out like that. I'm, I'm quite <laughs> amazed with myself, to be honest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do business with them. They sound a bit all right. Hmm, I was quite impressed. I do business with myself too, I think. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> now, I want to know what a modern-day alchemist is and what a cool word, alchemist. It just conjures up intrigue and mystery. So tell me, what does that mean? Okay. Well, for me, that means it does. It means an element of mystery because what I work with as an energy coach, and you know, I'm a Reiki master, and I also work with the law of attraction and helping women tap into their divine guidance and their own intuition. So there's a, such an element of mystery because it's nothing that you can actually pinpoint. I'm a believer in asking questions. Um, as a child, I used to always be intrigued of there has to be something more. There's something bigger out there. And that's what I try and instill and try and get my clients to also start questioning, well, who am I? at what level and start delving into the unknown within themselves and within the greater world as well. So when you delve into the unknown, is that something that people go willingly to or it can be a lot of uh, cajoling and encouraging to get them to want to delve into the darkness? Oh, delving into the darkness is, can be very scary. It seems very scary, but it's also very enlightening well, the people that I work with, once we get that level of trust and through the body work that I do and the one-on-one sessions, it's such a safe place that people just will go there. And what comes out and the experiences that they have are quite amazing, if that makes sense. It did, does make <laughs> sense. When you were a little girl, is this something that you knew that you were going to do or when you were five, it was like, oh, I'm going to be a nurse or I'm going to be. So how do you become a modern-day alchemist? Well, okay, as a child, I always wanted to be a teacher and I knew that I would be a teacher. 
going through school, again, I knew that I wanted to be a teacher and actually went in high school. And what I was good at in high school was actually cooking and sewing. Um, so my guidance officers at school, they're like, well, you know, I think you'd be make a really good home economics teacher. So I was actually prepared to go and go to university, become a home ec teacher and do cooking and sewing. But there was a pivotal moment around the eight, well, I'd finished high school. I'd been accepted into university. I'd actually packed and ready to go. And I received a invitation or acceptance from another university accepting me into what was then called a Bachelor of Applied Science in Health Education. And I thought about it for over 24 hours and I actually only had 24 hours to make a decision and I went ahead and decided to go there. Not really sure what this degree was all about, where I was heading and what it actually meant to do this degree. I thought I'd be a health teacher in high school. Now, where that actually led me was the beginning of this whole looking outside the biomedical model at health, questioning, is there something better? Looking within, changing your belief system. So way back as a five-year-old, yes, I wanted to be a teacher, but it wasn't until I actually took a leap of faith and went, hey, I'm going to go and do something completely. I have no idea what it is. I just started to trust myself and off I went to university and that led me into a wonderful career doing lots of wonderful things to where I'm at now. So, wow. So, yes. <laughs> 24 hours and you just turned your whole career on a dime. Yes, and I still didn't actually know what it was that I was going to do. How's that for a leap of faith? It was a huge leap of faith. Off to a university in another city where I didn't know anybody, had never been before really, really pushing me out of my comfort zone. And back then, I was actually very shy and had no confidence. So turning up into a group of people and, hi, my name is Karen, was actually quite pushing me out of my comfort zone as well. So it was good on lots of levels. Yeah, so how long did it take you fitted in and that it was home? University or? Yeah, university. Oh, you know, only a couple of weeks, it was good. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it funny how... It's like going to the dentist. In your head, it's going to hurt. It's going to be the worst experience of your lifetime and you may never recover and you spend maybe weeks on the build-up and then it happens and it's like, oh, hang on. That was that wasn't of, so bad. That wasn't so bad. <laughs> it's, it's funny actually because as you're saying that, it actually is a good analogy of what it is that I help my clients do as well. You know, and you asked me that question before, when people are going into the unknown, it is that same thing. It's like you build it up, you think about it, it can be really, really scary. But once you're there, it's a pretty cool experience. And you're like, yeah, it's like coming home. So, Wow, that's like coming home. Coming home. So you can take people from a place of uncertainty to where they feel centred. Yes, absolutely. And comfortable with themselves. So how long have you been doing what you do? If I say how long, it makes me sound old. Um, (laughs) Look, I'm looking at Karen's photo and she doesn't look old at all. She looks pretty hot. Thank you. I've been working in this industry for about 25 years, different varies of services, but overall about 25 years. 
oh, that's not too long. That's not even, like, that's only quarter of a century. I know. Well, that sounds a lot longer when I put it like that, doesn't it? (laughs) A quarter of a century. So what type of people do you work with? So mainly women? Mainly women in their late 30s into their 40s. Generally, just having that feeling of lostness of who they are. They might be having some marital problems, but they're not on the brink of divorce. Just wanting to reconnect with themselves, reconnect with their partners. But then on the flip side, I actually do work with a lot of women who have gone through divorce and separation who are questioning, well, there has to be more to life and I'm going to, I need to find myself. Actually, who am I? So I actually do a lot of work with those clients as well. Isn't it sad that it's almost like that we need someone to help us do that, that we have this perfect body, this perfect mind and this perfect soul and we get it so in knots Mm -hmm. that we need someone to guide us back to that place of serenity. Why is it happening? Why are we at this point in this community, in this life where we are so tied up that we need people to help us? Well, yes, we are tied up and yes, we need people to help us. But I think we're also in that generation where it's time not to do the same stuff over and over again. This is the generation that's starting to ask the questions. This is the generation that's going to change future generations. And that's how I see it. So I see it as a really wonderful thing that's happening people are starting to wake up to more of the love that's inside of them to not just take just because someone said that you're this then they go okay then I'm that they're like well hang on I can be better I'm not this there's so many people out there that are wandering around going I have to be this I have to be that because someone told me so and not to be pointing the finger, but say past generations, and I see this a lot in, say, my parents' generation, they just accepted that, whereas we're coming to a place where, hang on, no, that's not right, and I don't want that for my children. So it's a time of awakening and it's a time of remembering. And it's just a place where, you know, having someone to guide you and support you along and to reassure you, that this is okay because we will make mistakes. We're human after all. So that's my take on that. We are human. (laughs) Some of us more so than others. Absolutely. What's your favourite, if you can have a favourite, challenge to deal with when someone sits in front of you and says, this is my challenge? Do you have one that you go, oh, I love finding solutions for this? I wouldn't say challenges or solutions to a specific problem. But what I really love doing is that first moment when someone has that aha moment of, ah, I get it. And that point in time where they've been, whether it be questioning or they've been putting themselves down, whether they've been an emotion that they've locked inside of themselves for years and years and years, and just having that someone to say, hey, what happened at this point? Or one of, actually one of my biggest ones is is to asking my clients, what is it that you really want? Because a lot of them have never been asked that or have never been given permission to want something for themselves. 
Oh my goodness. Isn't that amazing that people don't get asked what they want? No, and especially for women, we don't get asked. And I went through that with myself as well. It's, well, what is it that you really want? What is it that you really deeply desire? I'll just give you an example. One of my clients actually came to me and she was on the brink of major stress, anxiety and severe depression and she hated her job and it was getting her down, her health was failing. And I said, what is it that you really want? She said, I really want to work for myself. I said, well, let's make it happen. And within a week she'd created herself a business. (laughs) I love it. I know. So that's the other side. I like it when my clients take action on it as well. So, Well, that's a big thing, isn't it, is we talk and talk and talk about all the things that we want, but that's the key, isn't it, taking action. Taking action. So, yes, and that's another thing that I teach my clients as well. It's it's getting into that state of gratitude and how to manifest and get into that vibration of attracting what it is that you want in your life or you deeply desire. Then let's go out and see the opportunities that are coming to us all the time as well. It's about rewriting the story that they're in because they don't like the story they're in we can so rewrite a new one for them. And it's just changing their energy and changing their vibration and get rid of crap that they're carrying around with them. So, Yeah, get rid of that. Put it out in curbside cleanup. Absolutely. (laughs) Who needs that stuff? So how do you work with people? Do they come and see you one-on-one or is it like group-type work? I would imagine that one-on-one would be because it sounds like people have got some pretty personal stuff. Yeah, a lot of my work I do one-on-one, It and I do have a lot of people coming to see me in person. However, the work that I do is quite easily done over the phone because energetically I can tap into their energy fields and actually do a healing on them at the same time as coaching them. So I combine my healing and coaching, mentoring in the same session. And then we do a lot of obviously homework and stuff like that. I also do... I run workshops and, yeah, I'm planning on getting some monthly gatherings together of women too just as a place where we can get and discuss fun things. Fun things, yeah. We don't have enough fun, us women, do we? We we spend a lot of time giving and not a lot of time giving to ourselves. Yeah, so let's bring back the fun and the fulfilment. Let's have some focus. (laughs) I'm all about the F word. The F word. (laughs) Yes, there's some really good F words. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Focus is a good one as well because yeah. what I see is particularly now, like women our age, you've got kids, we've got families, we've got responsibilities, work, shopping, the list goes on and on, is that we do forget to take time for ourselves don't we? So what are some of the tips that you can get? Like, I imagine there are women out there who have no idea how to have fun or how to stop and enjoy if it doesn't involve giving and looking after their families. Are there any like free little tips that you can give away on how they can go and have some fun that doesn't cost a lot of money? Oh, look, you can have fun wherever, you know, pump the music up when you're doing your housework. And I know I'm not a big lover of housework myself. I put my hand up. I acknowledge that. However, (laughs) you can make it fun if you really just change the focus into 
what is it that I'm getting out of it? I'm getting to actually clean my house. I'm getting to actually do something for someone else, but I can crank the music up and I can actually have fun while I'm doing it. That's one thing. Just simple things. Go out and go for a walk. But I'd actually suggest not having your earphones in and the iPod going and it is a great time for multitasking and listening to all your audio downloads and especially for women in business. But it's also a chance to connect with your environment and connecting with yourself and getting some perspective. And again, it's also an opportunity to have fun and then find that enjoyment from within. So that's a couple of tips. Yeah, so like be in the moment. Be in the moment because we're forever. I know I get caught up in this myself. What's coming? What's coming? I've got to do this in half an hour. I've got this tomorrow. You know, it's about bringing ourselves back into the present moment and being mindful of being in that space. And that's what you get when you walk outside, isn't it? It's like when you stick earphones in, it's almost like you're saying to the universe, well, bugger you, I don't want anything to do with you because I'm just Mm going to stick my earphones in and retreat back into this little box that I've got that puts out this sound. Are we becoming disconnected? Yeah, with all this wonderful technology to connect everybody, we're becoming actually very disconnected and not just with other people. It's We're disconnecting from ourselves because when you're actually connected and you're going from a centred place of being that's when you can really follow your intuition and be in the present moment and be connected with yourself because when you're connected with yourself is when you have the place to be connected with other people so you're talking about the law of attraction it was made famous by the secret but i imagine that the secret wasn't the beginning of the law of attraction it's been around for a long time When someone sits down with you, do you have to help them make that transition into accepting that there's things bigger than what they are? Because is do people see what you're doing as hocus pocus? Oh, I'm sure some people probably do think that. But the people that come and see me don't, Um, especially when the results they get are immediate. I'll give you an example. I had a lady who came to me and she said, look, I've been hearing about that you do Reiki and you do this and you do that. I want to have a session. I don't know if it'll help me, but I'll have a session. I've been to psychologists, I've been to psychiatrists, and I just can't shake this shit. So I got her on the table and I just did a basic session on her and we started focusing on, and there was a lot of money issues around her business, for example. And she was just fighting within herself because it wasn't working. Her husband's contracts had fallen back and they just weren't bringing in the sales that they had been previously. Now, what I did was I cleared her energy field. I actually got her to focus, start focusing what it is that she wanted as opposed to focusing on what wasn't happening. So we started, so I changed her focus. We did some meditations and some visualization around that and she went, wow, that feels really good. I'm in a really good space and her aches and pains in her body had left as well and off she went. Within three hours, I got a text message from her and she says, oh, my God, it really works. <laughs> Not only have I scored three contracts myself, my husband's got a contract and we've just had so much money deposited into our bank account. So 
without even going and convincing her or even having to teach her how to do anything specific, I just helped her and actually that's why I'm very hands-on and, and experimental. It's the only word I can describe to do it. It's taking them through that process so they can feel what it is like because you can read and read and read all you like about these things but until you're actually experiencing it and to know what it feels like in your body that's when you truly get it and i suppose you've got nothing to lose have you by it sounded like a very confrontational question but we're so geared to think a certain way you know you go to school it's all about fitting in the box and being mainstream and what you're doing is very left of center to me it's becoming the norm it is and it's everywhere you know you see it on facebook and people writing inspirational quotes and there's you know about being positive and it's all that and it is about changing your thoughts and changing your beliefs but if you can change the way you feel because it's energy and what you're putting out is what you're going to attract. So if you have that feeling of abundance and you have that feeling of gratitude and you have that feeling of love and you have that feeling of certainty, what it all that means to you, then you're going to attract more of the same to you. How amazing is technology that you can do this through Skype? That's mm-hmm. like, to <laughs> me, it's like, oh my God, that's incredible. So what's the process of taking someone through clearing their energy on Skype do you need to see them or you just it's or it's enough to talk to them it's just enough to talk to them well I can actually do it distance I don't even need to talk to somebody but I actually like doing it over the phone or via Skype where I can actually chat to them as well because I do like to include a coaching session and explaining what's happening and if I get an intuitive message for example about something, it's great to be able to say, hey, what happened here? Or does this make sense to you? And then we can go to a deeper layer. So I really help clear the chakras or the energy fields, clear the auras, and then just help people actually remove what's not necessary for them anymore. Old baggage, um, I'd like to call it. And we pack it away and put it on the curb, as you said. Yeah, so no, I actually don't need to see the person. So those excuses, oh, I don't have a car or... or I don't have time, really don't cut it anymore, no. (laughs) It's kind of like, I got your number, baby. I know what your Skype address is. That's right. And I've got the wonderful natural ability that I have as a healer. Like I said, you know, I can go in and do a healing and, and do a session on someone who, you know, they could be just going around their normal day Yet that evening or the next day when it is convenient, that's when I can do the catch-up call and say, hey, this is what came up. This is what to move through it because I'm very solution-orientated as well because it's about, yes, I understand bad things have happened and, yes, you've had that happen to you, but let's not focus on that. Where is it that you want to go and let's move towards that? So that's where the coaching and the mentoring comes in. It's like, okay, well, what do you need to get there? Okay, let's do it and this is how I can help you. I love that your action, I can feel that while talking to you. It's kind of like I feel like I should be standing up (laughs) while I'm talking to you and and doing something else. It's like, come on, let's go. Oh, I get really excited because I can see through the energy and I can get right in at that soul level. It is so 
I'm blessed to be able to do that for people and I'm so grateful. But, yeah, just seeing it at such a deep level, these people who feel so broken and as if they've got that this is it for themselves and yet I can see so much potential and then just helping them gradually see it and get that confidence to grow within themselves and then watching them take off and fly. That's my ultimate goal. That would be a buzz. So who helps you maintain your energy? So who heals the healer? Uh, who heals the healer? I've got a wonderful group of um, support people of all different abilities and skills who we call on. We have lots of chats and um, we do a lot of work with each other. And, yeah, it, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, you definitely need it. Do you ever have moments where you've had such a – or do you always finish on a high or do you have sometimes where – it's been particularly draining because the person, I don't know, is resistant or that they're really struggling and not quite sure of what they want or do you always end and go, that just rocked my boat? It depends on the day, and it. <laughs> there isn't a clear-cut answer on that one. Generally, I end on a high. However, it's because I'm connected and I'm fully grounded I do feel exhausted often a couple of days later. I can't do this work day in, day out. I do need to schedule a lot of breaks as well. And if I am not 100% in myself or in my energetic field, is that's when I feel it the most and I'm wiped out that evening. I think sometimes I know it's hard enough going through life just living your own life. But being connected the way that you are so spiritually, being aware of it, would you say that everybody's connected spiritually? We just don't realise it? Absolutely. So Absolutely. you, you realise it. For me, I think I have flashes mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, like I'll drive past a building site and I'll, I think this is going to happen. And then the next day it happens and it's like, did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. power. Oh, yeah. Everybody is connected. It's just their level of awareness at this stage. Then that's what I said. It's about helping people reawaken to that connection because we've all got it. Just some people are more aware of it than others at this stage. So what's your plans moving forward? So you're going to continue with this type of work or do you have world domination plans? (laughs) Oh, look, I'd love to have world domination plans. No. Going back to that little girl I always had this vision of me standing on stage and talking to lots and lots and lots of people at one time. So in what capacity? I don't know yet. It's all to be unveiled. I am taking steps towards that. But I am in the process of putting a online program together for people Taking them through the basics, actually, of awakening. So, you know, the whole talking about law of attraction, but putting a workbook together with it and audio downloads, bringing in people who are interested in crystals, for example, and oils and colour therapy and just all the basic, well, I call them basic tools of my toolkit that I use into one little workbook because it's taken me years And, you know, lots of time invested and lots of money of not only discovering it for my own personal journey, but then being able to use it in my practice. So for people who are starting to question going, oh, well, look, I've read a little bit about the secret, but I don't fully understand it. Well, hey, here's a little step-by-step workbook to help you 
understand that a little bit more and look into all different areas and then that can give them another place of going, wow, okay, that took an interest. I can now go off and start studying if that's what they choose or come and have sessions with me as well. I also teach people to become Reiki practitioners. I'm very passionate about that. So putting a mentoring program together for for healers who want to do more in their practice. Wow. Well, it sounds like world domination to me. Okay, it does sound like yeah, world it domination. Sounds, it, it's, <laughs> what it sounds like to me is that you're going to share your passion and your skills and expertise to enable other people to understand and to grow themselves Absolutely. Like whether it just be from someone who's starting to dabble in questioning and awakening, you know, their spirituality to, yeah, people who actually want to practice in it. So that's cool. So, how do people find you if they want to work with you or they're on a journey and they think that you're their guide? How do they get in contact? Well, I've got my website, which is www.karenmoody.com.au. M-U-D-I-E. That's correct. (laughs) Not muddy. I get muddy a lot. I bet you do. Uh, I know. I just giggle now. It's all good. And I'm also on Facebook under Karen Moody. Again, I've got my own Facebook page. I'm on all the social media. So, yeah, you can find me. Just Google me. I'm going to Google you right now, even though I Googled you before. I'm going to Google you now. You can hear me typing away. Googling Karen. There you go. You're all over the front page. I know. My children actually discovered they put my name in Google and they went, wow, Mum, you were famous before you were a mum. I said, no, I did all all this after I became a mum. And they're like, wow, cool. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) In Australia, karenmoody.com.au is ranked one million it even says how many people visit your site per month that's on page two. Oh, does it oh yep. cool <laughs> so you've been doing a good bit of pr there girlfriend because you're all over the place i know good on you thank you karen thank you so much for sharing that it was really fascinating i am in awe of people who well i suppose i do it too but you have got such this spiritual essence and you're using it for good and changing people's lives good on you thank you very much annette well thank you very much for joining me today people on once upon a time i will talk to you again on the flip side 